the laws of forbidden foods, chapter 15. Subject here is taruvas, mixtures that include forbidden things. It's a little bit complicated and there are 34 halachas. So good luck to us. First halacha, when something prohibited gets mixed with something that's permitted, if the two things are not alike, the mixture is prohibited if one can taste the prohibited part. When it is two of the same type of thing, it is impossible to determine based upon taste, and therefore if there is more of the forbidden part than the permitted part, then it is forbidden. Second halacha, therefore if chaliv falls into a mixture of beans and it becomes dissolved in the beans, if one tastes the beans and the taste of the chaliv is not detected, then it is permitted. If one can actually see the chaliv, then it is certainly prohibited, but if it cannot be seen, but it can be tasted, then according to the rabbis, it is prohibited. Third halacha, to explain, it certainly would be usher if there was enough forbidden fat in there, that in a mixture of three beitzim, there is a kezayas of the forbidden fat. So if someone had the size of three beitzim of the bean mixture, in such a case, he'd be liable for lashes. Fourth halacha, if chaliv falls into a fat from a fatty tail and everything becomes dissolved, if there's twice as much permitted fat as forbidden fat, according to the Torah, it is fine. This would still be problematic according to the rabbis, as will be explained. Fifth halacha, according to the rabbis, in the prior case, it would have to be batal bashishim. That is, there is 60 times the permitted part over the forbidden part. There are certain cases where it has to be 100 times, and other cases where it even has to be 200 times. Sixth halacha, wine that has actually been used to worship a false deity and tevel cannot be nullified at all. And the flavor of any mixture that contains those two things would have to be undetectable in a mixture if it was mixed with another thing. Seventh halacha, a drop of wine upon which several barrels worth of wine falls would all become usher. Eighth halacha, with respect to crops from the sabbatical year, even though if a fruit from the sabbatical year gets mixed up with other fruits, it cannot be bottled at all. That is, it'll never be nullified. And if fruits get mixed up with things that are not fruits, then it would only be nullified if the taste is not present. Nonetheless, it doesn't become usher. It just means that the person has to eat it with Kedusha's Shvius, as explained elsewhere. Ninth halacha. Pesach doesn't fall under a lot of these halachas because there's an additional issue with it, which is that if there's a mixture that's created on Pesach that's forbidden, it won't stay forbidden. After Pesach, it'll be permitted. And so the slightest amount of chametz makes an entire mixture forbidden on Pesach, as will be discussed. Tenth halacha. The same thing applies for Chadash. And in general, this is a concept that something cannot become nullified if it could become permitted after time. The term is called a davashyashle matirin. Eleventh halacha. But for Orla, Chaliv, and others, no way those things could ever become mutter, and so therefore there is a set shear which would cause a thing to become batal, nullified. And the same thing is true about truma, because even though truma is acceptable for some people, there are other people for whom it could never be acceptable. For something to be a davar shiyashemetir, and it has to be acceptable for everybody after time. Twelfth halacha. Here Rambam gives his own opinion that even a davar shiyashemetir, which can never become batal, would nonetheless be nullified in a mixture that is of a different kind, as long as one cannot taste it. And the reason this is not the case for chametz is because the Torah specifically says, do not eat any leavened substance, and that there's no way for it to become batal or nullified on Pesach. 13th halacha. Okay, here are the shiurim. When it comes to truma, trumas meiser, chala, and bikurim, these are nullified in something 101 times the original amount of the iser, and a portion must be separated and given to a kain. Arla and kilai karam, which we identified in previous chapters, are nullified at 201 times. And unlike the previous example, it's not necessary to separate anything. 15th halacha just describes why it's not necessary to separate anything in the prior example. 16th halacha. The reason that arla and kilai karam are 201 times as opposed to 100, because it is completely forbidden to benefit from them. So we are more strict. 17th halacha. Most other isurim, including those that come from the Torah, are that is, there needs to be 60 times the iser in the mixture in order for it to become mutter. 18th halacha. In the case of an udder, where the concern is the milk in the udder, and the whole prohibition is rabbinic in nature, the udder itself is part of the 60 times that we measure against the milk, which we assume to be the size of the udder because it could certainly be no more than the size of the udder. In other words, you need 50 times the udder in order to nullify the udder. 19th halacha. If there was an egg in which a chick was found and it was cooked together with other eggs that are permitted, there would need to be 61 additional eggs. This is a special chumrah because of the fact that the chick is a beria. As we discussed elsewhere, that means it is a complete being. 20th halacha. If a non-kosher egg were cooked closed with a bunch of other eggs, it does not cause the other eggs to become forbidden. There is a lot of discussion about this, as you can imagine, and the Ramah does not accept this leniency in most cases. If the eggs were opened, however, everyone agrees there would have to be 60 times the forbidden part. 21st Salacha. The reason that we've chosen 60 as the amount that causes something to be battle comes from the Pasuk that deals with the Nazarite, which states that the foreleg is what the Nazarite must bring. The foreleg is 1 60th of the ram, and if this foreleg is cooked together with the entire ram, even though Yisrael is not allowed to eat the foreleg, he is allowed to eat the
mixture. 22nd halacha. When you have something in its own kind, and that falls into something that is not of the same kind. So forbidden fats with permitted fats, and that falls into a bean mixture or something like that. The fats all combine, and everything else gets measured against that. 23rd halacha. Same principle would apply with truma, although obviously the amount that you have to measure against is greater. 24th halacha. If, for example, the thing that we're measuring is a soup, that is something that's prohibited falls into a soup, measure what is prohibited against everything in the pot, including the soup, the spices, and whatever else may have been absorbed into the walls of the pot. 25th halacha. Something is prohibited as a result of the taira. One is not allowed to be mevatel it, this is important. What it means is that one cannot say, I will add this forbidden mixture to something and it will thereby become nullified. If one made a mistake and then measures it and it's nullified, great, it's nullified. But one cannot purposely nullify something, particularly if it is an iser from the Torah. This is a penalty instituted by the sages to prevent people from trying to get around the law. Rambam states that since this is a penalty, people who are not the intended beneficiaries would be permitted to eat the mixture. 27th halacha. With regard to anything that is prohibited only as a result of a rabbinic decree, one may be mevatel lechatchila. 27th halacha. What this means is that if milk fell into a mixture of chicken, one may add more chicken in order to make the taste of milk go away, and then it would be permitted. 28th halacha. All these halachas assume that the forbidden part of the mixture makes the taste better. However, if it makes the taste worse, it does not forbid the mixture. This is only if there is no point during the process of cooking when it makes the mixture better. 29th halacha. You never have someone taste a mixture in order to figure out whether it's forbidden who is not allowed to eat the forbidden thing. If the problem is that truma fell into a mixture, ask a kain to taste it because a kain is allowed to eat the truma in any event. 30th halacha. If it's a different type of forbidden mixture that any Jew is not allowed to partake in, one would ask a non-Jew to taste it. And if there is no non-Jew, then we fall back on the measurements of 60, 100, or 200, depending upon the forbidden mixture. 31st halacha. If a rat fell into beer or vinegar, we would need 60 against the rat, because we suspect that the rat may have improved the taste of the beer. I don't know what beer you're drinking. 32nd halacha. However, a goat that is cooked in its fat, including its chalev, the entire goat becomes forbidden. But if the goat is extremely gaunt, then this is not the case, and one would only need 60 against the forbidden fat. 33rd halacha. One should not cook nevela together with something that was properly shechted, or kosher meat with non-kosher meat, but if he does so, the kosher meat is permitted, because aroma does not cause the the food to change its taste. Only flavor does. 34th halacha. But when meat that was properly shechted was mixed together with meat of a nevela, and particularly if the meat of the nevela was salted, then the whole thing becomes prohibited, because it's impossible to detect the flavor. But if you have a fish that was salted, and that gets mixed together with a non-kosher fish that was not salted, the unsalted kosher fish does not become prohibited. And when a non-kosher fish is pickled with a kosher fish, everything is prohibited unless the ratio is 200 to 1. In many of these cases, the Shulchan Aruch and the Ramah in particular paskins differently than Rambam, so as always, when you have a practical question, question, consult your favorite local Orthodox rabbi. Real quick edit. In the 18th halacha, I said the mixture would have to be 50 times the size of an udder. That's not true, it's 59. 